This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey everyone, technically you're getting two days in history today because we're running two episodes from the History Vault. You'll also hear two hosts, me and Tracy V. Wilson. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 29th. Confederate spy Belle Boyd was captured on this day in 1862. Let's start with a tiny bit about her life. She was born in Martinsburg, Virginia, which is now in West Virginia, on May 9th of 1844. She was the oldest of eight children, kind of a tomboy, was also, at the same time, raised to be a proper Southern lady. She attended Mount Washington Female College, and she had a formal society debut in Washington, D.C. in 1860. But the Civil War started not long after her debut. She was 17 at the time. She came back home to Martinsburg to raise money for the war and to serve as a nurse. Her father had also volunteered for the Confederate Army. They were kind of an outlier in Martinsburg, though. There were a lot of Union supporters in Martinsburg and in all of the territory that would become West Virginia. West Virginia would become a state on June 20th of 1863 after seceding from Virginia. And West Virginia didn't join the South in the fight for slavery. On July 3rd, federal troops occupied Martinsburg, and then according to Boyd's own account, they heard that she had a bunch of Confederate flags hanging in her room. They came to her house to take the flags down and then to replace them with a Union flag, but her family got rid of all those flags before they got there. They raised their federal flag anyway, and then during the argument that followed, a soldier from the North, quote, addressed my mother and myself in language as offensive as it is possible to conceive. That was from Boyd's own writing. 
So, according to Boyd's account, she shot him and he died. But a union officer ruled this to be a justifiable homicide. So Boyd was allowed to remain free, but a detail of Union soldiers were put around her home, either to protect her or to keep an eye on her. It's not clear which. And she started talking to them, listening to them, eavesdropping on their conversations, and then passing that information on to the Confederacy. By the fall of 1861, she was working as a courier for Confederate intelligence, but she wasn't using any kind of code or disguising her handwriting in any way. So when someone found a letter in her handwriting signed with the name Bell, they naturally questioned her. Apparently, though, they didn't think a 17-year-old girl could do that much damage, so they didn't take her into custody. She kept on flirting and eavesdropping in her efforts to get more information and pass it on to the Confederacy. In 1862, she learned that General James Shields was planning to take most of his troops out of Front Royal to aid in an assault on Richmond. So she passed that information along. This time, though, in code, along with some other tidbits she had heard about what was going on. Then she heard that the Union was going to burn the bridges around Front Royal. And she tried to get that message to General Thomas J. Jackson, that Stonewall Jackson, Nobody was willing to get in between the two armies to deliver that message, though, so she did it herself, under fire the whole time. Jackson speeded up his attack. He managed to save the bridges and capture some weapons and supplies, and then Belle Boyd continued on with her spy work. She earned nicknames like La Belle Rebelle and the Cleopatra of the Secession. All this went on until the Secretary of War, Edwin Stanton, issued a warrant for her arrest, and she was captured on July 29, 1862. She was taken to the Old Capitol Prison in Washington and then released after a month in a prisoner exchange. She was arrested again, though, in July of 1863 and then served for six months before she became ill with typhoid. After all of this, she really could no longer work as a spy for the Confederacy anymore. She was way too recognizable. She left for England, taking some messages to Confederate supporters there with her. She got married in England, but her husband died not long after, and she was pregnant at the time. She wrote a two-volume book called Bell Boyd in Camp and Prison to try to support herself and her child, Then she also tried to support herself through a stage career. She got married a second time and then later died of a heart attack on June 10th of 1900. You can learn more about Belle Boyd in the July 4th, 2011 episode, Stuff You Missed in History Class. And you can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, we'll go to South Africa for a short-lived republic. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class a show that uncovers history one day at a time. The day was July 29, 1836. The Arc du Triomphe, a commemorative triumphal arch in Paris, was inaugurated. In 1805, Napoleon's troops defeated a Russian and Austrian army in Austerlitz. It resulted in the Treaty of Pressburg, and it was a big victory for Napoleon. To celebrate the victory and honor the Grande Armée, Napoleon commissioned the construction of a triumphal arch in 1806. It was decided that the location for the monument would be the Place de l'Étoile, and Jean-Charles Grand and Jean-Arnaud Raymond would be the architects. In August of that year, construction began on the Arc du Triomphe. By 1810, construction was nowhere near completed, but Napoleon wanted to honor his new wife, Marie-Louise, with a grand entrance into Paris. So he had a full-size model of the arch built out of wood and painted cloth at the site. Chagrin then tweaked the design, but he died in 1811. Louis-Robert Gust took his place. But three years later, Napoleon abdicated as emperor and the Bourbon Restoration began. Work on the arch came to a halt. A decade later, in 1824, architect Jean-Nicolas Huillot was tasked with redesigning the arch. But after Huillot was removed from his post a couple of times, Guillaume Abel Blouet worked on the arch until its completion in 1836 under the reign of King Louis-Philippe. The Arc du Triomphe was inaugurated on July 29, 1836, 15 years after Napoleon died. It cost 9.3 million francs. It got its official consecration on December 15, 1840, when a hearse carrying Napoleon's corpse passed underneath the arch. Chagrin's neoclassical design of the arch took inspiration from the Roman Arch of Titus. It stands 164 feet or 50 meters high and 148 feet or 45 meters wide. Francois Rouda, Jean-Pierre Courteau, 
and Antoine Etex created the sculptures of military victories on the facades of the arches' pedestals. These were created in the last three years of the monument's construction. The names of hundreds of French generals are on the inside walls of the arch, a process that caused much debate among families of generals who were left out. The names of the major battles fought during the First French Republic in Napoleon's empire are also inscribed on the vault. There are roses on the ceiling of the Arc du Triomphe, and allegorical figures representing characters in Roman mythology are on the arcades. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, a grave for an unknown military service member who died in wartime, lies beneath the arch. There is also a museum inside the arch and an eternal flame that's rekindled every evening. Many victory marches have passed the arch, including the Germans in 1871 and 1940, and the French and the Allies in 1918, 1944, and 1945. The Arc du Triomphe was the tallest triumphal arch at the time of its completion, but its size has since been surpassed by the Monumento a la Revolución in Mexico City and the Arch of Triumph in Pyongyang. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you feel like correcting my pronunciation or my accent on anything that I've said in the show, feel free to leave a very kind comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. Thanks for joining me on this trip through time. See you here in the exact same spot tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.